Warning, Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. We got a special for you this week, loyal listeners of the official Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. We hope you're loyal anyway. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. welcome. My name's Brandon. I'm Travis. And this week, we are bringing you the 2015... Oh, man. This is the 180-gram audio file limited edition put out by Friday Music of Kicks, Blow My Fuse. Um... I have to say, it's probably my favorite Kicks album. Yeah, you've been excited to do this one since we started doing this. And uh, and honestly, we'll, I know we'll get into everything, but man, is it a lot better than the original? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good pressing. Oh, you can tell who's more jazzed about this episode than me. Mm. <laughs> oh wait, that'd just be me. Oh man. But anyway, it is a great album. It's Kix's fourth album. And the original was released on September 19th, 1988 on Atlantic Records. And I'll get into some of that here in my review of what I thought was real cool about this album. I didn't know that this was their fourth record. This is the only Kix record that I know. Well, the other ones didn't have as many yeah. what I'm going to call solid songs on them. That's what you didn't realize there were five singles off this record. But the but the thing about Kicks, I mean, I don't want to go into them too much, but they're from Maryland, mm-hmm. and I do believe they are like the hardest touring band that went up and down the East Coast. Yeah, they still regularly tour. I mean, pre-pandemic. They, yeah, yeah, they've they've been here to Raleigh. I don't know how many times since we've lived down here. Yeah, but anyway, you want to get into the. <laughs> <laughs> the swag cooler and um travis was responsible for this week yeah. so uh, let me see here he's getting into the cooler folks it, it, see what cringe worthy beer he's pulling out this week <laughs> oh shit oh my god i don't know what this dude's deal is with the ice beers Oh, uh, so uh, we have um, 25 ounce cans of bush ice. The big one. <laughs> All I'm going to say is if this is. I'm questioning my life's choices right now. I know it because I honestly don't. And how's your bush? Uh, do, uh, bush. They, don't they do. Uh, what was the natty? What was the, uh, nas- the, the nasty natty? Yeah, the natty. Ice. The Natty Ice. So this is Bush Ice. So I can only imagine this might be about one step <sighs> higher of nastiness. I don't know. I'm not even going to breathe this in. I'm, I'll give it a shot. You ready for this? Uh, not really. All right, here we go. I've not had nothing to eat yet today. So <laughs> <laughs> This is a breakfast of champions. What are you talking oh, about? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, Lee Gibson, this one's for you, brother. Cheers. It tastes like the can. 
<laughs> Tastes like you're drinking mercury. Well, off of the initial hit, it does not taste <laughs> like cough medicine and evil <laughs> like the Natty Ice. It's definitely better than the Natty Ice, but it tastes like the inside of the can. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, it doesn't have a taste at all. No, but it, it's not good. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, the can looks cool. And then you can always say that you bought the big one. That's right. That's another $2.38 I wasted again right there. But um, I'm going to have to go on record saying the bush eyes, better than the natty eyes. Yeah. So if you have an extra buck in your pocket, get you the uh, 25 ouncer if you really need a drink. Yeah. Um, As far as taste profile, uh, you might as well just chew on an aluminum can you find on the side of the highway. It is considerably better than the Natty Ice, Yeah, it it is, but... I I took three drinks of this. I could only barely stomach one of the Natty Ice. I don't know. It's still... It's about 25 ounces, and... um, Three's all I'm going to take. That's pretty horrible. Okay, so I got two to catch up, but I think I'm going to let him take the lead on that. I'll I'll do one more, and I'm going to call this one a, a step ahead of the Natty Ice... Um, Holy shit. But still TRBL, Kenny. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the definitive rankings of all our swag beers up on the Facebook page so you can see how many stars we gave each of them. Just, <laughs> I saw one tear just roll down Brandon's cheek when he took that last drink. Honestly, I feel like the Indian in that old 70s commercial where they <laughs> he's walking down the street and they threw the trash out. You know why? Because they threw a bush ice can at him. Oh, it. Bush. I'm sorry. Uh, honestly, dude, I think we'd been better off if we did the latte over this. Bush, yeah, la- Bush yeah. latte cannot taste worse than this ice. No, ice beers are horrible. Ugh, I don't understand. What's the point of them? I don't know. I'm going to get out of this mode of trying to find the worst tasting things I can for this. See if I can find some good swag. Good swag would be awesome, but it's hard to do. Well, let's roll on to... Hold on, let me sit this down so we don't ruin the old Husky Slim studio. My mouth still tastes like aluminum. I don't know. I think you had it right with mercury, but... <laughs> oh, let me grab it. Hey, let me let me rinse my mouth out here, so if you want to take over duties for a minute. All right, let's start here with the uh, album cover and artwork. Uh, so, I gave it a three out of five. Oh, he's already hating, folks. <laughs> I actually bounce back and forth between a two out of five and a three out of five, but uh, I settled on a three out of five. It's pretty cool, standard 80s sort of metal drawing, you know what I mean, artwork. Um, I like it. It's a little bit cheesy. It's very 80s, but I like it. Three three out of five. Do you hear and feel the crickets in his voice, (laughs) folks? Dude's over here busting my nuts on this one. Three out of five is not horrible. Well, I gave it a five out of five. What? Which you knew it was coming, but... I thought you might give it a four, but a five? No, I got to go five on that, and I got a special reason why. All right. You, you'll probably understand better when I explain. Yeah. But I just always love the fact that they use the full cover artwork, because like the originals, around the border, it was kind of the same image, but it was blurred. Right. So they actually went border to border on this version, and I mean, I like that fact of it. Um, I'll give you that. I've always loved that cover because it is. Look at, I mean, look at the colors on it. It's just so vibrant, and everything just kind of pops at you. Yeah, it's good. It's it's cheesy eighties. You know, there's electricity on the cover, transformers and stuff. And um, when I was in electricity class in high school, 
we were going to use that for our jackets. Yeah. So that's why I had to give All it right. a five. It had, right. it had some sentimental tinge to it. There you go. I get it. I get it. But the one thing that I did like on this reissue is when I opened it up, I was surprised that they made the label look like the original Atlantic mm-hmm. labels. I mean, to me, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, brings that nostalgia back to it. Totally does. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I went with the five, but I explained myself. Hopefully, I can bump him up to at least a four, maybe. Well, to be honest, I like the, the back cover better because it's that super simple 80s metal style back cover. Yeah, and I mean, God, Metallica, everybody Everybody did. in the 80s did, but you know, that yeah. always makes me nostalgic when I see back covers like that. It's just gray with text and it's got pictures of the band members and something i am going to say about this album i know people lump it in with hair metal to me this was just a a good rock album sure can you remind me what genre wikipedia placed this album in um i don't give a shit about wikipedia <laughs> they said glam metal okay. hard rock i was just checking but you know people can get on wikipedia <laughs> and just kind of type in whatever the fuck they want so i'm going to stick with my guns i know i should have got it in there and made a fake page about honest, this honestly the only thing hair metal on this is the fucking pictures of how they actually had their hair you know back in the 80s yeah because kicks to me they were they were just like a half fun party band right i mean i don't you know it but it's like skid row you know yeah you could call Skid Row hair metal, but I don't think they were. I th- I thought they were, you know, pretty do, rocky. Do you know the one guitar player's nickname? Which one? Ten out of ten. Oh, ten ten. <laughs> yeah, that's I, pretty great. I'll tell you what, though, they they are great live. I bet they are. They both play Les Pauls. I can't tell. No. Um, oh, one's playing an SG. Well, he switches from an SG, and I know when we seen him, he plays a modified telly now. Yeah, oh, sweet. And I believe he has Lindy Fraylin pickups in there. Yeah. Those are nice. I wouldn't know because I don't have a telly. Hey, Fender. And Lindy Fraylin, send some pickups. <coughs> okay, shameless plugs. They, they sound good. They like stacked humbuckers, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So... Go ahead with the strong tracks because I, I got a feeling I'm gonna have to carry this whole episode because Mr. Hater over there uh, must have must have cracked him some. Everybody wants some hater aid. You're, I mean, you're not gonna be happy. I gave it a two out of five for strong tracks. Two out of five. Why though? <laughs> Didn't he pick his album, folks? He, uh, he's the one that wanted to do this, and he, oh my god, my balls are gonna be black and blue by the time this one's over. So there are are some good songs, right? So um. Red light, green light, TNT. It's fucking great. Yeah. It sounds, and you and I, I think both are going to touch on this. You can hear a lot of ACDC. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell it's a major influence on Yeah. Them. You can hear a lot of Cheap Trick. Yeah. You know, which uh, isn't uh, that far removed from ACDC, but it's that, you know, rock and poppy blues. But um, the one thing that I do like about this album, it's it's got the ACDC tones and all that, but steve's harmonica playing i love it it fits it perfect so it's funny you say that there's two things that i really like <laughs> about this record right the harmonica playing and then there's those backup sort of gang vocals that you know i love like acdc yeah, style this album's loaded with great harmony yeah. uh which i absolutely love i think that that always sounds killer and it carries over live that's all i'm gonna say yeah um all right, strong tracks. Do I even need to ask what you gave it? No, because I gave it a five because they all fucking rock. All right. Um, 
I'm, I'm sorry. You're not going to get much off of me on the vibe. I got. Oh wait, no. I, I I do got. Yeah, I did vary, and mm-hmm. I think we probably picked the same track to avoid, but that's okay. So let's uh, let's just press on to the old El Favorite track. Um. So this one I gave a four. For my favorite track. Oh, shit. He's coming to the dark side, folks. I, I do like this. I like Cold Blood. Oh, my God. We fucking agreed on something <laughs> this week. Wow. Um, it's, you know, it's another ACDC influenced jam, but that, the chorus for that song, I think, is killer. Yeah, pretty much. It's just, it's basically, it's a little speeded up ACDC song. Yeah. But the formula works. It's a great tune. It was always like my top track on this album, but I'm telling you, I it was a little toss up for me. But I I had to throw blow my fuse in there. It was a close second. That's a good song because uh, the guitar parts in it um, really come out in that song too. Um, but yeah, Cold Blood. I mean, and that was a single too, right? Yeah, it was. I remember, that's a thing. The only I only remember the one single from this, but. Seems like yeah, they should have got more traction with that song. Yeah, Cold Blood was great. Um, if that song don't make you want to dust off your air guitar, I don't know what the hell's <laughs> wrong with you. And like I said, if you love ACDC, give this album a spin. I mean, it. I don't know how you couldn't, you know, like it. Yeah, and it's a it's a good sound impressing. This song sounds really good on the on this reissue. Oh, well, I got the feeling we matched probably two out of two this week, so go ahead and throw your track to avoid out there. So it's my track to avoid, I gave a one out of five. It's Don't Close Your Eyes. Oh, yes, we matched. <laughs> uh, go ahead and say why. Well, this is the, you know, I love 80s rock and metal too, right? Um, but this f- falls into that category around this time. This is 88 when every hard rock band had a ballad, right? Well, you got to think. You know, White Snake pretty much started it. You know, yeah, every everybody did it, and some of them, some of them are good, but sometimes you can tell it that feels shoehorned into an album. And this is one where it totally yeah. feels like yeah. the label was like, "You guys need a ballad." But I mean, but back then, you got to think, I wasn't it Atlantic that signed damn near everybody? Yeah, they they were. You know, back then, I mean, they were just like going all over the country searching for bands that they could say, "Oh yeah, this is a hair band. Let's yeah. put them out there." And uh, but you know what I mean? Like the rest of the record, it's like we've been talking about. It's, it's ACDC influence. Yeah, it's rocking yeah. and that. And like I not. And like I said, I I chose this. You know, I chose "Don't Close Your Eyes" as my track to avoid. I gave it a three, and the reason I scored it higher than you did. I feel is because that's the song that made people start looking at them. Right. It never really was my favorite song on the album, but that's the one that got them, you know. It's one of those things I always think is misleading. That So somebody, say, gets into kicks because they hear that song, but then nothing else sounds like that. No, you know and, what I mean? It's and, like when Cheap Trick got popular with The Flame. None, nothing else in their catalog yeah, sounds like that. And you know? I, I believe the that Cheap Trick album with The Flame, I think it came out in 88. It was right around the same time, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, everybody was doing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do not lump kicks or do not rate kicks just off of that song. I, I'm just telling you right now, if if you want a what I'm gonna call a solid, put it on. You 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 will air guitar to this fucking album. I guarantee you. And if not, send your fucking hate mail to uh, Beards Brews Vinyl Reviews 
at yahoo.com. That's all I'm going to say. Just leave right. the and out of it, folks. <laughs> there is no and in our email, you know. So we try to keep it simple, simple. But That's right. Yeah, just don't judge kicks by that song. And I, honestly, I, th- I think for these, this era, uh, metal records or glam metal records, as Wikipedia would well, classify You call it, it what you want. I, I uh, still don't call them glam I, metal. I think that a lot of them got popular from their ballads and it's not indicative of what they do at all not just kicks but you know a lot of their peers at the time i mean def leppard did the same shit right all of them did it and the one reason why they did it was to get women to the shows and to sell records i mean that's what was selling yeah sell records yeah exactly but yeah don't take that song and um think that that's all kicks is i mean if if that's your impression of kicks i encourage you to at least get on like prime music or pandora or something and you know listen yeah. to their other stuff i mean you know i mean on one of their older albums steve wrote a song called the itch because his sister had head lice i mean <laughs> they're they're funny like that man i mean these dudes would be awesome to sit back and fucking just drink and drink some bush ice with no i i, I think they're <laughs> Actually, they're the the my most favorite kick song talks about a case of ice cold Heineken. Well, there you go. But plus, he had some lewds too. Which, hey, Steve, <laughs> if you still got some of those lewds, buddy, you give us a call, hit us up on the email, <laughs> on the Facebook, wherever, and uh, we'll damn sure party with you, bro. But uh, my employer did not hear any of that. You know, I'm sure it'd be for research purposes, but that's right. Research. Yeah, we don't do no fucking research, folks. We're uh, lucky to have the fucking album in front of us. <laughs> but hey, I I don't know. No, I hold off. Because right. man, I'm excited about a purchase I did make today. Right. Ooh, Which we, might be one of our upcoming shows. It may have to be. We may have to push some stuff yeah. back because golly, I'm so glad that this one came out. Um All right, it, so let let's move to deep cuts and I'll let you go first on this. Oh, my deep cuts. Um I actually I got like I give them a five because honestly, like I said, I think every song Shocker. I think every song on his album is good, you know. And I know I'm going to catch shit from my wife, your sister, because mm-hmm. "Don't Close Your Eyes" is her favorite fucking song on this. Right? I will catch fucking holy fucking hell. I, we might not even be related by marriage <laughs> when this fucking show comes out, but. um I mean, God, Piece of the Pie's great. No Ring Around Rosie's great. Obviously, that's a nod to ACDC. Right. You know, Red Light, Green Light, TNT. She dropped me the bomb. I mean, it's just, I think it's loaded. Because, honestly, the songs where Steve breaks out the fucking harmonica, Mm -hmm. to me, man, that gives it like a, I don't know, it kind of gives it like a Zeppelin-type vibe. To me, yeah, I always dig it when it's done well in songs because you don't hear it a ton, uh, and when it's done well, it works. Um, we did partially agree on this one. My deep cut was uh, "No Ring Around Rosie." Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because uh, like it was said, a nod to ACDC, and it's another one that can tell like musically, it's also influenced. But like I said, folks, I love the whole fucking album. <laughs> I mean, this is one that me personally, I'll drop it from start to finish. I mean, I'm I'm good with it. So there was actually one more. There's three songs that I really dug on this album: "Cold Blood," "A Ring Around Rosie," and "Boomerang." I thought those. Yeah, were my "Boomerang's" three. awesome. I, the my favorite part of "Boomerang's" when they got that little 
chorusy thing going where yeah. he's just doing the boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah. because that's one thing I think Kicks was great at is they would start the song off at like this pace, and then it'll take either a direction up or down. Yeah. And then it'll go back up. And I mean, it's kind of like a roller coaster ride of greatness. That's the, the only way I can say it. <laughs> unlike unlike the Bush Ice, <laughs> which is not that, a roller that's coaster. That's the opposite. That's a roller coaster straight to hell. Whew, good Lord. I don't even know if fucking Satan himself would want to drink that shit. I mean, I'm, I don't even think I recovered from the Natty Ice from last week. No, nah, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> So, so far, we've reviewed two beers from Anheuser-Busch. Y'all need to step up your fucking swag. No, we've we done three. One we liked, Mickey's. No, that was Miller's got Oh, was Mickey. that Miller? Miller's got uh, Mickey's all right, now. Yeah, okay, Anheuser-Busch, so, you're fucking up. You're seriously fucking up. Probably ever since they sold out to uh, South Africa or yeah, wherever. Because yeah. wasn't they the ones busting everybody else's balls when yeah, everybody else sold out? Pilsner Urkel bottom, somebody like that. But hey, Paps, we're reaching out to you because we understand that you guys are the fucking kings of the swag. Yeah, I mean they do. They've got they've got a pretty pretty strong catalog of swag. I celebrate the guy's entire catalog. And North Carolina is pretty lax in the swag, so anyone at Paps Brewing. Please reach out to us because we have a laundry list of swag that you guys hold the rights to. I mean, it's just awesome. And, uh, man, I just, I thought you would like this album a little more, man. It's not that I don't like it. Like, this is, like, I talked, I think, last week or the week before about our musical tastes as a Venn diagram. And this is on your side of the diagram, right? Oh, no, is this a Vin Diesel diagram <laughs> or what the fuck are we talking but, so this is like on the very edge of where we overlap. It's a little bit more on your side. It's, I don't dislike the album. Just you know, like the deep track. Those three I said, the the deep cuts are my favorite track are really good songs. But there's a lot of it. I think it's just sort of like a oh, and something else about Boomerang. Yes, I just now looked to my research notes, which I did take a few. Mm-hmm. Is remember I brought up like the whole Led Zeppelin type feel to stuff, but Boomerang. The guitar slides in that song yeah. makes me feel the Jimmy Page yep. influence on that song, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so production, I'll start this one off because this is yeah, because uh, I got to get another beer to get the goddamn bush out of my mouth, or I'm sorry, bush eyes. <laughs> I'm not going to knock the regular bush. Yeah, I like regular bush. That's what she said. <laughs> um, why don't you grab me one while you're in there? So for production and overall sound. Um, there's sort of two things. Um, this vinyl pressing is, is great. So the record sounds great. Like the overall sound of this record is a five out of five. It sounds good. Right. But I'm not a huge fan of this sort of eighties recording production style of this record. Uh, I don't hate it, but I like the, um, like we talked about before, like ACDC highway to hell, like everything really spread out and, and less is more. Um, so between that, I, I give it a four out of five for production overall sound. Yeah, I gave it a five. You did? I, of course. <laughs> I told you, honestly, the only three I've got on here or anything lower than a five was my track to avoid, which I know I'll probably end up fucking divorced over that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher his name. I think it's Joe Riagasso. I hope I'm saying it right, Joe, because I love the way that you mastered this version. 
because the original version of this, it was muddy as hell. I mean, it's almost like they went in and recorded it and they pushed it out as fast as they could. Kind of like Bo Hill used to do with all the Rat albums. Right. I mean, that's why, I mean, the Rat albums, even the band hated them because they just were like trying to pump them out. Well, I always feel like mastering is a dark art that people don't really talk about a lot. Everybody talks about, you know, like the the production engineer, the producer and the engineer and stuff. Um, But mastering can really make or break uh, sound quality for an album. But like this one, man, I just thought it was bright and every, the guitars and I mean the drums, everything's in your face on this one. It is, it is good. That's the like the that brightness can almost be too brittle on some of these '80s records. Yeah, but this one here, honestly, when I listen to this, uh, re, I'm gonna call it a remaster for. Yeah. I, I guess it's got to be what they're calling it. But this one here, man, I I, I swear it, it's it's pretty close. You know, like they feel when you see them live. I mean, I'll get to that in a minute. But it's just, it's like they are in your fucking face. And I I love it because the original, I hated it because it was so damn muddy sounding. And even when I DJed, um, like I could be playing, you know, just whatever else that I was playing. And if I would put like Cold Blood or something. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot to grab your beer. That's a problem. Um, oh, yeah, look at him. He's over there helping himself. <laughs> but uh, if I was playing anything and then I would throw uh, the kicks on, the fucking volume would just go from where everything else was flowing to, goddamn, I had to go cranking shit up. And, you know, when I DJed, I drank quite a bit, you know? So sometimes I'd forget to turn it back fucking down. Oh, and, yeah. you know, some nights all hell break loose and, you know, you blow shit up. Uh, that is one of the really good things about these higher quality, you know, vinyl reissues uh, as part of the remastering. They sort of boost that volume up where it should be because there are, we've talked about this before. Yeah. We have a lot of OG copies of stuff where you, when you, you know, when you're just going through records, DJing or just at home, like you're, you're spinning records, some of them, the volume just dips, you know? Yeah. And I can't stand it. And the thing is, yeah, I've always had the ability that I could have went back in and I could have made my own mix of it. But you know what? At that time when you were buying, because the first time I had this, it was on cassette. Yeah. Um, and then later on, I had the CD of it. But you know, if you're paying fifteen bucks a pop for a CD, you shouldn't have to go in and fucking remaster it. Yep. I mean, this is the way I feel. And honestly, like with these albums, I mean this this kicks one. It was thirty five bucks. Yeah, a lot of these reissues aren't cheap, but like I, I am I'm a big st- fan. Like, uh, there's a lot of records that you and I both have, that not only some of them, you know, the volume might be dipped, but they just weren't mastered really well, right? Yeah. And so some of these reissues, I don't have a problem paying a premium when the sound quality is When the sound quality is up there. And and this is one that I approve of the sound quality on this one. I mean, Friday Music did a great job on this one. No, and there's zero pops or buzzes on either side. Yeah, and honestly, um, I've been looking to get like Skid Row's Mm -hmm. debut. And I think Friday Music is releasing that. So now I will not be hesitant to... Yeah, I think they're up for pre-order now. ...to uh, buy anything else from Friday Music because, I mean, it sounds great. Well, that's that's another thing, too. Once you, you know, a lot of these different smaller labels that, that are reissuing stuff, you know, 
once you realize that they put out good quality stuff, oh yeah, you'll it makes go it back. easier. To, yeah, exactly. You'll to, go to back pay for that more. Price. Yeah, yeah. And the flip side is, once you buy a reissue from somebody and it, it's shit, you'll never buy from you're them not, again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it doesn't take long to figure out who's just trying to cash in on the vinyl craze and is just putting shit out. And and I just want to you know reiterate, folks, we are not sponsored by anyone. But hey, Friday music, <laughs> if you want to send us some shit, we'll gladly listen to it and put it on the show. Because I am. I was super happy when I first dropped the needle on this one. And actually, you were over here the very first time I ever played it. Yeah, it does, mean, it's a good sounding record. There's no doubt about that. But uh, so where we uh, Overall listening overall, experience. Do I need to even ask? You, I'll let you guess what I picked. I'm, I'm assuming since you couldn't pick six out of five, you picked five. Yeah, if if I could have went ten out of five, I would have went ten on this one. This I I can't help it. This was just one of those albums. I I think at that time that hit me, and I just I've always loved it. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a great thing. And you and I have talked about this before when we're doing these record reviews and listening to records and stuff. Part of the fun of doing it is going back and just listening to the whole record of something that you you loved before, right? When you get these reissues, or if you find an OG copy, just going back. And listening through the whole record like you used to when you were 14, you know? Oh, yeah. It's great. I mean, God. I mean, I, I love you, Suicidal. But, man, I just wish that the sound of the later albums, yeah. when you all were still on a major label, would have carried over to the earlier stuff. Because, man, some of the earlier stuff has got great shit on it, but the sound quality is just garbage. Yeah, this didn't have... Money to record, you know what I mean? I know, but hey, Friday music. Maybe we just give you an idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I gave it a five. You knew that. Um, I, g- I gave it a three with the comment of it's it's a pretty good record, you know? I think those three songs that I mentioned earlier carry it. Uh, unfortunately, there's that one track on there, Don't Close Your Eyes, drags it down yeah, a bit. I mean, I know, but it, it still fits on the album. Uh, well, I mean... No, that's what I was saying. Like these '80s ballads. Well, for the time they had. For the to. time, right? Because yeah. everybody had one. But uh, yeah, it's it's still. I give it a three out of five because it's it's a good record and it sounds really good. Yeah, and honestly, if you don't own any kicks, this would be a great starter album for you. Yeah, and then you know, definitely go catch them live because they still tour quite a bit. I mean, it's weird. is it still the original lineup? Do you know who's playing with them? Is it? Yeah, it's all original guys. Yeah, I mean, think about that. How many bands, you know, thirty plus years in, are touring with five original members? Yeah, and I mean, you won't regret a live show. I've uh, I've seen them twice with my wife, your sister, mm-hmm. and if we go to a show and she stays the entire time, you know she's into it. So they, they play the Lincoln where they play. Yeah, they yeah. played both times we seen them was at the Lincoln. Yeah. And both times we seen them we splurged the I think it was 3950 to get the balcony seats. You got VIP seats? Yeah. You hear that Big J? Oh, Big J. I roll VIP if I can cuz it was only 10 bucks more and dude, if you had seen where we were sitting, I mean, I could have hocked a loogie on on Steve and the rest of the guys. High roller seats. Yeah, but I mean, I just, I, one thing, I do love watching shows at the Lincoln. Oh, it's great. Um, I think they have the best sound uh, in the Triangle. The the sound down there, it, it's reminiscent to me of uh, going to the Newport. 
I, I think it's exactly the same. It's like a half size Newport. Yeah, but it's it it, it it's got the charm and all that of the Newport, but it's uh, yeah, like you said, half the size. Yep. And it it makes for a more intimate show. And I mean, we just everything we've seen there has been just kick ass. Can I tell you a funny story, completely unrelated to anything other than the Lincoln? What What about the Lincoln? Uh. I was hold, on, at, hold on, Big J didn't drink the hams and go piss at the Lincoln, did he? He didn't, but Big J was there. We saw a black metal band, right? And uh, I went. we were sitting in the VIP seats, much like you were at, at Kicks. And I went down after the um, one black metal band ended before the next band played. and went to the bar, and it, most people were down in the pit, right, getting ready. And uh, this band's from um, Norway, and uh, they're all drinking at the bar still in their corpse paint and so we had beers with them and they were like hello they just loved the fact that they were playing in america and just sat at the bar and drinking corpse paint all night it was pretty great that's awesome and yeah but yeah it's, it's a it is a great venue um for sure so oh we didn't talk about uh besides the bush ice what we're actually drinking today what do you got i went back to my heineken after that nasty <laughs> shit i got um there's a really cool brewery in Columbus, Ohio called Hoof Hearted Brewing. Say it fast and you'll get the joke on that. Uh, and it's a triple dry hopped IP, Hoof Hearted, Hoof Hearted. I right? know, it was Hoof Hearted. I was waiting for you to stop so yeah, I yeah. could throw it in there. And then he steals my thunder on that like he stole my thunder on kicks. <laughs> Jeez, what a ball buster today. Somebody needs a Snickers bar. <laughs> it's I'm, that, I'm it's gonna, Bush Ice. I'm going to start calling him Karen, folks. That Bush <laughs> Ice just fucking. Actually, it started with the Natty Ice. It just it like did. melting brain cells, and he's turning into a Karen over here. That never got out of my system. But I'm drinking uh, from Huff Hearted in Columbus is a triple dry hopped IPA called Everybody Wants Some. And if you remember from Better Off Dead, uh, when John Cusack is at work and he's Blaine cooking. Blaine Maya. <laughs> and the claymation, a uh, little animated. Uh, little bit with Dude, the that band. movie was a fucking american icon and i'm just gonna throw it out there if you don't like that fucking movie oh my god yeah it even has fucking kuzak when he was the mad scientist yep it's pretty great ah that's awesome although i need to slow down these are 9.2 man now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that nine two wow. jesus oh, all right karen over here is gonna be liking the kicks here in a little bit <laughs> Cold blood. Yeah. But no, nah, that's a great movie. Yeah. I do like the fact on the cans that, you know, they've got the burger doing the Eddie guitar. Oh, yeah. But they also broke out Mikey's Jack Daniels bass. I know. That's I mean, great. That's fucking awesome. And everybody's a burger. You know why? Because everybody wants some. <laughs> and I want some too. That's right. All right. You want to do a quick recap? Yeah, let's do a quickie. All right. Uh, album cover and artwork. I gave it uh, a three. You gave it a five. Wow, he didn't even wait for me, folks. He just throws it out there. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, you go ahead. You go to Strong Tracks. Well, you know I gave it a five. Uh, I gave it a two. <sighs> I was hoping he'd bump it up at least to a three. God damn, what a fucking hater, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, favorite track. Um, we we agreed on this one. Cold Blood. Yeah, right. I, but I gave it a five. Yeah, I gave it a three. What a fucking hater! Uh, and we we agreed on this one. Track to avoid. Oh yeah, don't close your eyes. Yep. S- sorry, my wife, your sister, Miss Keela's gonna really be whooping my ass tonight if she's still married to me. But but I gave it a one. I gave it a three. Yeah. Um, deep cuts. 
Oh, too many. The whole album, other than Don't Close Your Eyes, pretty much. But I gave it a five. Yeah, I gave it a three. Uh, no Ring Round, Rosie, and Boomerang were, were right there for me. Yeah. Production. Go ahead. Do I need to ask? No. That's why I asked you. Yeah. Uh, three out of five. I gave Although it Although I, I did at the end bump it up to a four. You fiend! Marriage, you're the hottest thing since Sunburn! Because of the, the sound quality of the actual reissue itself. is Yeah, great. and that's what I said. I gave it a five because I didn't really hold any of the original against it because I was just judging yeah. straight on this is an, this is the reissue. So, I mean, I, I think they mastered it great. Yeah, it is, it is a fantastic reissue. Uh, overall listening experience? <laughs> Shit, I gave it a five. It's shocking right there. Uh, I gave it a three. Um, and you saw them live. So... It, you give them five out of five live? Oh yeah, five yeah. out of five live, definitely. Because I mean, it's just it, it it's just a great rock show, and I mean, you, you'll go in not really knowing what the hell you're going to get, but you you'll leave smiling because you'll yeah. be like, you know, I didn't realize those guys, you know, had that many songs that were that good. Yeah. I mean, you know, and they're funny. I mean, and. And honestly, this is what I thought was always so mesmerizing about Kicks. Seeing them live is a lot of the bands from the 80s, the singers cannot sing yeah. like they used to. Yeah. To me, Steve sounds better today than he did back in the 80s. Nice, that's saying something. I mean, and he's high energy. He's all over the fucking stage. I mean, the whole band's everywhere except for the fucking drummer. Right. You know. He, like he can move right. but everybody else man i mean you can tell they're up there they're having fun they all still get along obviously i mean it is a great show yeah definitely kicks if you're out there listening hit us up send us some swag you know it is what it is but we're gonna wrap this one up and put her to bed we are join us next week when we review the debut album by the police outlandos the more Oh, I had him, we originally picked, uh, we were thinking about doing Synchronicity. I had him pegged for Ghost in the Machine. Now he just fucking hits me with this shit. <laughs> what a fucking Karen. <laughs> hey, Snickers, if you're out there, send us some so I can lay them on the studio desk for this guy. Good Lord. No more ice fucking beer. I, I got to throw it out there. No more fucking ice beer. Well. I can't promise anything. Oh, shit. Next week will probably be fucking King Cobra. Or no, I'm in charge next week, so it won't be King Cobra. Right. But anyway, hey, we are Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. And don't forget to check us out on our Facebook page and hit us up at Yahoo. Uh, good Lord, Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews at Yahoo.com. Yep. God, after drinking that damn bush ice, I had I to fucking have, stop. We have wet brain now. Uh, it's better than mud butt, which we'll probably kick in later. <laughs> oh, Lord. But hey, anyway, I'm Brandon. No, I'm Travis. And we are Beers, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. And if you don't like kicks, fuck, fuck you. you. This episode brought to you by Smoking Computer.